that's how it really kicks off is, you know, talking about the value proposition and then, you know, discussing the amount of athletes that are in their venue, their specific needs uh, as per sport, how many cameras there might need to be in one venue or they have, might have multiple venues. Welcome to Startup Build, the show where we discuss what it's like to build a tech startup and a startup ecosystem in a small city. I'm your producer, Ariel Delorier. Our host is Dan Gold, and today we're talking with Tanner Getz of Home Team Live. Sports is a way of connecting and bringing people together. Now, as you can imagine, there's a huge love and appreciation for small town and amateur sports leagues, especially right here in Saskatchewan. That's where Home Team Live comes into play and is changing the world of amateur sports globally. With their technology, you can stream and watch broadcast quality sports from anywhere. All you need is a device with an internet connection. Home Team Live recently closed their seed fundraising round and exceeded their initial goal by over 200%, bringing in $450,000. Join us as we talk with Tanner about his serial entrepreneurship, how he transitioned into the tech startup biz, and how their technology allows for anyone in the world to connect and grow local sports in their community with Home Team Live. Welcome to Startupville. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Place and Martin Charlton Communications. Hannah, it's an absolute delight to have you here on Startupville. I've been hoping that you'd be coming on at some point. And finally, everything has aligned and it has finally happened. Welcome to Startupville. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, Dan. I'm super excited about this. Listen to a few episodes and yeah, so I'm, I'm stoked. Not as much as me because I am really intrigued. You have done something which is satisfying a need that has been out there for an incredibly long time. And as technology has evolved, as opportunities have arisen, you've been the guy to step forward and really bring a solution to the marketplace. Where my background is, I I came from the world of IT, then I went into broadcasting, and uh, later on I was in syndication, and as part of that syndication, we would be involved in tie lines, ISDN, IP feeds, and tie, uh, tie lines, as I said. So what made you jump from someone who's involved in content and media production to actually looking at the infrastructure to be able to get that material out there? Yeah, I guess so. For me, I you know worked in sports quite a bit, uh, even with my media company. I just saw this as a need, um, you know, in that world. Um, and then also personally, I, I've seen my friends and family, you know, not be able to watch their, you know, their loved ones' games um, when they're aware they you know live out of province, they can't make it to the venue, um, you know. We've seen this as a clear need. It's a clear problem for people. Um, this idea definitely came, you know, two or three years ago. Uh, and then pieces kind of came together with the automated cameras and, you know, the way that we would help generate revenue for leagues. And then it was like last June, we really, like, I really decided that, you know, I was going to, you know, dedicate a lot of my days to working on this. And, you know, we had a lot of feedback and, you know, we're in the cultivator uh, start cohorts and, you know, things were rolling a little bit more than just like conversations and ideas. And yeah, it just got to the point where it's like, you know, I got to explore this. And um, so that's where we are today. What I admire about your model 
as I understand it, is it's not just in someone investing in a tech product to solve a problem, but you've actually looked at what is the bigger issue? What is the problem that needs to be solved? And then you've applied the technology to it. Um, you've already mentioned that it took a period of time to be able to bring those together. But go back to those early days, that that time when there was frustration, the, the days of the if only we could do dot, dot, dot. At what point was the technology right where you could finally say, we've now got something that is potentially packageable and then we can build the business case around it? Well, it's it's almost like working backwards a little bit for uh, for for me and my co-founder Logan Frazier. Um, he was always, you know, when we've worked together, he's always the you know the the sales guy, the sponsorship guy, able to t- kind of generate the revenue, and um, then we you know execute execute the you know the sponsor commercials and videos and assets. Um, I we execute it for them. And so we had that kind of mojo, me and my co-founder working together. And then, you know, I have obviously had the production experience. And um, so there was there was a point where we obviously came across these cameras and we started kind of linking everything together. The big thing and, you know, we've as the days goes by, we start to make it more of the the problem that we're solving is the is the, the return of um, revenue into sports clubs and leagues, um, you know, even just in, you know, our discovery of customers in the last, you know, two months, um, we've been really going at sales lately, the money aspect of them getting a return on the amount of people that are coming to watch the games has been huge. Right. So, um, there were, yeah, there was definitely a moment where we saw all of these pieces, um, kind of come together and yeah, that was, you know, last june last may sort of thing and so yeah there was this there was this kind of flicker of the of the switch where let's bring all of this together and how can we build a software so it's like you have all of these traditional things like sponsorship sales and you know production and um you know but then it was like building an app to bring that all together and so we built something very beautiful that we're, we're proud of right now so going back a little bit again that moment, we think we've got a good idea. We know how we can sell. We know how to do sponsorships. We know how to create the assets that then, you know, uh, reflect those sponsorship deals, et cetera. We've got the idea of of making, you know, the teams, the uh, a, a, a revenue partner so that, you know, it's it's putting money back into where, where it's needed. But sometimes, just sometimes, talking as a, as a founder, you know your journey as uh, as a part of your your media company. It's also the same journey, the same question. It's when you go in a business which relies on technology, and you do that first, what feels like significant investment in that first piece of hardware before you've got the confidence that you can truly you truly know you're going to monetize. Maybe it goes on a pool of money. Maybe it goes on, you know, pooled collective money together. Maybe it's a case of we're just going to wang it on a credit card and just see what happens. But there is a nervous energy when you hit the purchase button. There always is. What was that feeling like in that moment where you went, okay, we're in now. We've bought equipment. 
Well, that happened, uh, you know, that happened last year. We ended up buying a bunch of these. We, we decided to make the jump. We bought the equipment. We said, we got to test this. We got to, you know, we got to see how it, how it works. We were, you know, we were talking about it all the time. We, we loved it. And yeah, there was a moment that, you know, we put up a, a lot of money ourselves. Um, and we, you know, we bought the equipment and we started testing and we, you know, the, some of the venues that we know personally, we, we went out and we, you know, we did it. I, I went to the venues, set up the camera, um, did all of that. And that was kind of the, I guess the moment where we were like, okay, like this is actually going down now. So, and as a part of that journey, the importance of having effectively partners to help you prove the concept. What was the process like in securing them? It's very important um, for me, you know, for me specifically to have a a good group around me. Um, You know, I, there's a lot of things with tech and you're a fast growing company. And, you know, a lot of people think you should, you know, keep it small, um, you know, keep it, um, you know, not a whole lot of people involved, but I actually kind of disagree with, disagree with that in the beginning. I think, you know, the advisors that we have and, you know, especially my co-founder, Logan, um, he's been able to do a lot of things that I can't. And I, we've moved very, very fast in the last three, three, uh, three months even. And so, you know, having those extra resources, those people around, um, is, has been invaluable. So, and and that brings us to that that next bit. You did have a significant investment, which really did move everything forward at quite the rapid rate. Um, the belief from these investors is, is clear. But how does the dynamic change where you've gone from someone who's a business owner to someone who's now been invested in by other people? And there's a different there's a different style of accountability. Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely, you know, it's been a change, um, for sure. You know, you have, you're, you're taking people's money. Um, they're investing in you. You have that, you know, you have that feeling day in and day out where, you know, you want to do it because you're a founder and you're, you know, you're right for the project. But then when you add, you know, you have people who have actually, you know, put in money, um, there's an extra added pressure, like you said, to, Hey, we got to get, we got to get more leagues. We got to get more venues on board. Um, but it, I think that like drives success in my opinion. And that's really interesting, but the, the pressure that you feel inside when you are putting up your own money is one thing when it's someone else's money, that's the second thing. But is there an element that not only you get, okay, here's the capital, but does does that capsule come with some advice, some support, some steering that they go, okay, here's, here's the, here's the capital, but actually we, we want to help you on that journey as well. Yeah. So we, you know, we had, uh, investors where it was, you know, specifically, um, you know, a monetary investment. Um, and then, you know, we had a, a group who, you know, they ended up being on the board and, I, I can't explain how helpful they've all been. I have, you know, a legal question. I can ask them if I have an operations question, I can ask them, right? Like I've run a business, but um, I've never run a tech business before. And so we have, you know, we have tech 
people on our board and and just being able to send them a slack message and they're you know responding within an hour about uh, for an answer um it is it is so valuable i never had that you know when i was working or starting my uh my other company um you know a lot of it was done on my own i had a lot of help but you know i didn't have that quick kind of answer from people so it's been very valuable and just on that you are someone who operates you know you are now a serial entrepreneur that's the category you've now fallen into you can see yourself as this tech guy with the cool you know backward hat i haven't got one to hand i've got one over there i would join you in that 100% because i like my baseball caps but you're you've now got this challenge where you go where are my opportunities where are my where are my priorities in terms of my resources time and look i've i've run my own businesses back in the uk and it's been that case of i said i went for you know 15 years of saying yes to everything i at no point said no where i realized for my own health i actually got that slightly wrong and i'm not going to tell anyone else to do this that or the other because everyone else everyone's got their own tolerances but should always listen to their own body and and judge their own health um but how do you as someone who has this established business here and you have this burgeoning business here which is a rapid grower how do you manage to put on paper to to plan your time to plan your days and importantly to plan rest yeah it's definitely something i'm not gonna lie i've been you know battling with and you know strategizing on how to how to do it um it goes back to to team um and you know, our team at Munns Media is very, um, there's a lot of senior staff there who, you know, know the processes and they know how to to do things on a daily basis. And so I can still, you know, be there um, and I can still be a part of that. And I can still work on projects and um, help with the growth of that company. But it's very, you know, there's a, there's a really good team there. Um, and then, you know, with home team, obviously, you know, it's prioritizing, like, you know, we gotta, we have to do X, we have to do get sales. We have to, um, install cameras. So with the home team, you know, there's a lot of different things that can be done. You know, we can apply for accelerators and all this stuff, but it's, you know, clicking or deciding the, the priorities. And for me, um, it's yeah prioritizing my days like it comes down to basic organization and i you know i've done a pretty good job to date in yeah organizing my life and somehow still having time to uh to do what i want in the evenings and here and there i guess but um for me yeah it's come down to 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 organization and prioritizing honestly and clearly you've got to be good at organizing things and have a very methodical mind to have managed the business and led the business that you already have and get two feet into this one at the same time. Just as a, as a change in direction, let's say, if there's someone listening to this because they've searched your organization's name and this episode has popped up and they want to know, well, maybe this is an option for us. I'm not going to say to you, Tanner, give me the elevator pitch. But what I am going to say to you, Tanner, is if there's someone listening to this and they've got, you know, a team and a venue, which, you know, they have that control of that space over, what is that pathway for them to start to get onboarded? 
initially we're, you know, talking to them about the value proposition that we have for them. And that's, you know, we go with no upfront costs to, to get started with home teams. So um, that's a big, big, uh, big value for them is um, we actually take care of the costs of the hardware. Um, and then there's a discussion about, you know, the subscribers, the amount of athletes that they have in their, in their venue. Um, so, you know, it, 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 that's how it really kicks off is, you know, talking about the value proposition and then, you know, discussing the amount of athletes that are in their venue, their specific needs, uh, as per sport, how many cameras there might need to be in one venue or they have, might have multiple venues. So there's a lot of kind of information that we need to gather from them. And then from there, you know, there's lots of different paths. Like obviously, you know, we have to, uh, propose a, a good solution for them. And, and then, uh, and then from there, yeah, we, you know, we look to have a roadmap of when the cameras would go in and, um, when we would start streaming. I'm very excited for you. This is just such a great story. It's not just one where there's tech for tech's sake. It's really closing the loop and giving those opportunities to the teams, which are traditionally maybe not too hot on the revenue side um and for the for the family members and those who could be potentially scouting it gives an opportunity to be able to see people remotely and there is that really big scouting industry in north america i'm not going to ask you to um you know spill the beans on anything confidential i wouldn't dream or dare of asking you that <laughs> but but what i'm gonna say is we always have a three-year, five-year, seven-year, ten-year plan, whatever whatever increments you have ahead of you. But you've got something which is technologically infinitely scalable, and you could develop hubs in different parts of North America where there would be the distribution and the installation, and rather than you traveling to Colorado and Idaho and wherever else, it surely makes sense that that would be potentially an option. When you look at business plan, when you look at that, we want to pitch for some money. How high in the sky do you say this is as far as it can go? For us, uh, you know, we've always talked about, you know, what three, five, seven years, like you said, looks like. And, you know, it's, it's going outside of our continent. It's going, you know, it's going beyond our borders. Um, we very much so see that um, being, you know, in other countries. Um, we know that sports outside of Canada, outside of the U.S. is huge. Um, so we really do see ourselves across the world, um, not only, you know, generating revenue for, um, you know, local clubs here in Saskatchewan, but, you know, there's all other, all other sorts of places that um, could use our help um, and could use a... Um, solution to their problem and um, we find that that that's going to be worldwide tanner thank you so much for joining us here on startup villas people will notice normally i've got the blinds down when we're recording in here and you can notice quite fairly with all the reflection that's outside it's nighttime so huge thank you tanner for doing this this evening Uh, if people want to find out more about home team live where could they go yeah, you can go to uh, www.hometeamlive.com. Uh, and also you can follow us on social media. All of them are uh, Home Team Live. Yeah, thank you so much. Um. 
Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Place, helping grow the tech sector in Saskatchewan, Canada, and is produced in partnership with Martin Charlton Communications at wetelyourstories.ca. Our show is produced by me, Ariel Delorier, and our host, Dan Gold. Our theme music is from Gigi Riggs and Reactor Productions. Find out more about us and our guests at innovationplace.com slash startupville, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Startupville Pod. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us rise up the ranks. See you next time on Startup Bell.